It's a good day. It's a good day. We not. Oh, all right. My bad. Um, but uh, nah. You you ready? Hmm. You sure that that mm-hmm wasn't wasn't convincing? I am ready. All right, cool. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Is every like do I look like is everything good? No, nah, you good. I like your background. I like the little uh the little jumps in the background. You know, I try. That look nice. What what is that? Um, my birthday was a few weeks ago, and this uh-huh. was the decorations, and I didn't want to throw them away, so I was like, what am I do with it? So I just put them up. That's creative. I like that. I really do. I can't even. I can't even hate. That's that's creative. I like that. Okay. Right. Let's let's get into it. Three, two, one. Hey yo! Welcome back to another episode of the Arts Block Podcast. I'm your host Eric Curry the Third, and today we got a great friend of mine. We got a uh, a uh, a student, my our our student body president over at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. We uh have a uh my my mom my mother. As she will call herself. Uh, we got Miss Yolanda <laughs> Carter, aka Miss Yanni Per. Yes, man. Please give it up for Yanni. Please give it up. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you were supposed to take senior pictures, but you didn't. Yeah. We already, we already discussed about making me look bad and being a representation of me. Right. So we can't, <laughs> so we can't have none of that. Um. I will like to. I will like to get a picture though. Of course, I already got you covered. You, Maggie, Bailey, Raina, y'all good. Hati, y'all are all good. I appreciate that. I really do. So, um, let's let's get into let's let's get into why student class president. Like, why would you even? Why would you do that to yourself? Um, it's not even doing it to myself. It's kind of like doing it for us because. I feel like to be student, like to be class president, you have to be not only good with like your classmates and your peers, but you have to mm-hmm. be like somewhat good with administration. And right. I feel like, you know, I know a good amount of things like in reference to us, like what we want to do. And then we've been out of school for like some time. So like in like the first month of school, it's kind of like, what is going on? Like it just didn't feel the same. So, you know, when I heard about it and what I seen, like, we could start running. I'm just like, should I do it? Should I not do it? And like, I knew I was getting on Jamie's nerves, the vice president, because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to do it. Like, I don't, nobody's going to vote for me. And then fast forward, I did the speech, uh, we did the campaign, and it worked out in our favor. Both of us won. It was, I wouldn't have it any other way. What was your, what was your speech? I keep my speeches right here, like right in front of me. Sort of God. I promise you, like, Right so here, can we like, so can we get like a little a little spill real quick? Yeah, okay. I've expressed my interest in building a stronger community within our school over these past few years by supporting my classmates in their endeavors to join the SGA and, and attending school events. Now that we are seniors and are back in the building after a year and a half, if elected as your class president, I'm making my mission to advocate for all of us regarding phone usage, selling snacks, especially because we have no vending machines in the building. And we are here so late. I will also strive to create a platform where we all can have input and find creative creative ways to bring into fruition. I am passionate about bringing awareness to things that are casually swept under the rug by administration to light and fairly and diplomatically resolved because no voice, no matter how big or small, deserves to be lost or dismissed. 
Under my leadership, I plan to make this school year safe and fun for all of us and be able to bring back things that we miss or didn't even know we missed. As well as organize new and improved events that are crucially beneficial as seniors like off-campus lunch, dances, fun Fridays, spirit week, and I am proposing that class officers have direct meetings with admin to get complete and explicit transparency from them regarding not only us as seniors, but the entire student body. And then that's it. More, yeah. More that's the school spirit. Yeah, hey, so I, will, I will vote for you. I will vote for you just off that. Just off that bit. If I could have voted, I would have voted for you just off that bull, bull spill. But it's you, kind you of weird reading it now because, like, everything that I've just mentioned, like, we've done it. Like, mm-hmm. everything. Like, we have meeting with, um, meetings with administration. We have our off-campus lunch. We did it on Friday where we're mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, spare week. We got another spare week coming up. So, right. yeah. we like it. We, but I, all right. So, so when it comes to the responsibility of the of the school president, right? Uh, you you are responsible for a lot. You hold a lot. Of, there's a lot of weight on your shoulders. You kind of speak for the whole student body in the sense of like what we want and issues being addressed. You're kind of like the person we kind of need to go to, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So that responsibility and taking things up with admin is like at first because I know probably not now you're kind of cool with it but at first was there any kind of hesitation with bringing anything up uh with admin especially like with like the selling snacks and the fun friday junk because i know some people do, do not like those ideas but yeah yeah um and no not really because i feel like we've already been saying this stuff mm-hmm. but like now that it was official like they take it a little bit more seriously because like i am speaking for everybody so, right. and it's not even like they're going to say no. It's just like a matter of time. And that's what I've learned with this. Like things take time and mm-hmm. you have to actually sit down and plan things and see how things are going to work. Because of course it's going to have, it's going to be like a few bad apples, but like, I don't know. You just have to really sit down and, and, and really plan things out because they're not going to say no, because we've done these things before, if that makes sense. So, yeah. No, nah, yeah. So so what you're saying is that all of the things that you are have addressed are are coming back. Yeah. From Friday's coming back. We I mean, won't it's be able. Back. Well, yeah. No, nah, that don't we count though, because it was Spirit Week. Because it was Spirit Week. Yeah. And them little dance, Remember? them little dance breaks really just they cool, <laughs> but like, yeah. We want to do like the senior, not the senior, like student performances again, like all that stuff mm-hmm. is coming back. It's just a matter of time and, you know, getting TDP to get speakers, like stuff like that, like right. really like things that we really need behind the mm-hmm. scenes. So yeah, things are coming back up. Right. Um. So I'm glad that those things are coming back more so for like the student body sense, right? Because 22 and 23, we kind of get it. We kind of understand everything. Like, we kind of know what's supposed to go on, how the school's supposed to, like, move, like, the Fun Friday thing, like, all that, all that's kind of normal to us. But the scary part is 24 and 25. Jesus, 24 and 25. God. I don't even feel. Oh, my God. <laughs> that does not sound real. So, oh, wow. I'm sorry. 24 and 25, yikes. They kind of don't get it like they they're it's like you and you can kind of tell like they were kind of confused during the whole spirit week thing uh like they participated luckily but they were like when the 
costume contests and stuff came, went down. It was kind of like, uh, just kind of shaky with them. them. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty shaky with them. So uh, how are we as upperclassmen and more specifically y'all as seniors going to uh, kind of navigate the way for the underclassmen and kind of help them maneuver through the through the ins and outs of what we really are as Duke Ellington. Right. So, Jamie, and I, we were thinking about doing something interactive between upperclassmen and underclassmen. So, mm-hmm. um, we were thinking about like a lock-in, or mm-hmm. a, um. It was a lock-in and something else, like a little retreat or like a day where like everybody just kind of switched departments, like something mm-hmm. fun for everybody to really get to know each other. Because like us as upperclassmen, we don't really know them. Like we just be walking around. We right. don't know who's a, who's a sophomore. Right. We just kind of be, yeah. So we're trying to work on something that's really just going to help build a bond between us, between upperclassmen and underclassmen. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, um, I was thinking like after them, like, soon like auditions are about to come up and shadow days are about to come up and normally how duke does it is when you do shadow days um freshmen and sophomores get the shadows but i was like Mm -hmm. since like we're the last two classes that's actually been in duke before quarantine i feel like we should be the ones to have the shadows right um just because we know duke and we can still try to spread the little bit that we do know to them Mm -hmm. So like we're working on things to like build some type of uh, relationship between, you know, 24 and 25 with 23 and 22. Right. And that's good that because uh, so, because I remember when uh, I was a freshman, Jesus Christ, I sound so old. No, <laughs> damn. I remember my freshman year when I came in, I kind of looked at 20 and 21 as like big brothers and big sisters because they kind of especially in the theater department because they kind of like showed me the ropes in a sense and now I feel like I'm none of that to 24 and 25 which is kind of and to be honest I guess that's how it is for like other high schools but I just know for us that's not really how we this is not not really how we rock we don't really rock like that so that's good though um let's get into it that was that was that was light. I just wanted to warm you up. Just wanted to make you feel comfortable. Just wanted, to, just wanted yeah. to get you. Just wanted to get you in your seat. Um, Duke Ellington School of the Arts for the past since school started. When school started, August twenty eighth, mm. they have we administration has been catching a lot of heat. For, as they should. For, as they as should. They sh- as they should. As they should. For uh, a lot of the things that was going on inside and outside of the school um a lot of problems that have not been solved and a lot of things that have been done that they thought that administration thought were solutions but really ended up being more problematic for the students you as student council president is that what it's called student council president just, like senior class president senior class president yeah and nigga ask the person that lead <laughs> the stuff for the students shit mm-hmm. as that person how do you feel about all of the actions that have been taking place since school has started by both administration and students 
it makes me absolutely sick to my stomach because like I kind of experienced it firsthand or like not even firsthand but like I I've been close enough to see like where the the miscommunication is and where everything just kind of falls um and I was talking to somebody I think I was talking to one of my classes we were in U.S. government and I was just like 22 has seen a lot in their four years of being at Duke like Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot like teachers getting arrested like we've seen a lot and I was just like you know I feel like as this year particularly we should have fun like it should be a not even a light year like of course because like colleges and stuff like that but like we really should just like give ourselves a little bit more credit because like we've seen a lot and we still Mm. come to school every day still come states I mean states of five but it's really like heartbreaking to see like um administrators victim blaming and not even taking these allegations as serious as they should be or kind of just brushing it under the rug and it's kind of like no like no and I feel like us as a do a really good job of just calling people out and not you know not just letting it happen exactly like even with administrators like we lost so many administrators this year because of that and I feel like that's good like I feel like Mm -hmm. we're good on that part and then um summer 2020 was a lot man that that was crazy and I was like that needed to happen that needed to happen it was because I feel like us as a student back like we we are able to trust each other because like we kind of got each other's backs right and but as far as administration I feel like they get everything that they just like they deserve the backlash because like this has been going on according to Miss Logan like this has been going on for years like she said when she she said when she was like and I mean I think she said when like back in like the 80s or something like I was like so you knew about this since that long and you still didn't like do it's shit. just fair to sit down and think about it. I'm just like, y'all let this happen. And I'm glad there were the, you know, the classes that's just going to like stop it or try their best to make an end to this because like, this is not cute at all. This is right. not cute. Right. You know, what's scary to me though, that 24 and 25 don't really like, they don't really get it. Like they mm-hmm. haven't the, like, and, and it's not their fault. Cause they haven't, they just haven't been in school and like they don't know nobody like who the fuck they won't go to and and just ask right so when they kind of split up these meetings and they have like the upperclassmen in one meeting and the underclassmen in yep. another meeting it's kind of I feel like it's kind of defeating the whole purpose mm-hmm. and then they try to blame it on like covid and stuff but like when you go in the lunchroom and it's like 20 people to a table or you see all them people in the corner doing a damn rap battle it's no it ain't covid then Right. But now when we have to address these issues that's been going on, then everything becomes, oh, now we have to separate y'all. You know, we have to do two different meetings. Um, and, I, and, I, and I heard that y'all be eating them up in y'all meetings too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Heard. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Can, you, can, you give me, can you give me like insight on like what really be going on in them jumps? Um, okay. So we've had, I think like two meetings that I've... Mm-hmm noah um but there was this one meeting um dc rape crisis came i don't know if yes. i can say that but i said it okay. sorry um <laughs> they came and it was just like mm, i mean and i feel like us as a class like we made some really strong points but um mm-hmm. santiago 
You know who Santiago is. Yeah, my boy. Yeah. Like, they really... Of course, like, there's not a lot of males at the school, Mm -hmm. but there's enough. Um, And, like, during the meeting, like, during the session, like, they were getting up and leaving just, like, straight up. I was just like, they don't care. They Mm -hmm. don't care. And so Santiago came, got up, and he basically was like, you know, the fact that people are leaving right now, like, it just shows that y'all don't care. And, like, it's the women in the school and the girls in the school that are scared of us. And we should be able, as men, to be, like, protective so I'm just like, we need more people to hold, like, we need to hold each other accountable to be able right. to hold administrators accountable. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know, big ups to Santiago. Um, and then we had another meeting with Miss Logan before that meeting. Um, yeah. And she didn't even answer, like, questions or have any, you know, resolutions to our issues or anything. She was just kind of like, I don't know, like, I could tell that you know, this is all like it's kind of still fresh for her too, and it's mm-hmm. still okay to not have the answers to everything, but don't brush it over as if like we're gonna talk about it later because we're not. We right. haven't had another meeting with her since the beginning mm-hmm. of school, so it gets intense. Like, and not even on our end, but on her end because she knows that like we're gonna eat her up. <laughs> we're gonna eat her up <laughs> every time, effortlessly. But I kind of feel like, in a sense, I kind of do feel bad because, like, I gen- it was just her. Like, it wasn't nobody mm-hmm. else up there with her. It was just her. And, like, a lot of our issues aren't even just, it aren't to her. It's to you-know-who. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Now, you can say, you can say names on here. We're, 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 oh, okay. we are, okay. we're well, definitely, yeah. nah, this is a, this is a hot podcast. Open, honest, and transparent. This well, is. Well, people like mr walker like it wasn't that's jay barely can see miss logan like that's the thing right. that's the point to make like mm-hmm. none of this is none of this hostility is towards her directly because she's not the person that we're having run-ins with and right. even though like when she came around a little bit more like i, I said that to her one time in a meeting i was like i wish she would come around more to like get to know us as a class or not even just us but like you know you're a principal like we should want to we, we want to see you that's but, crazy yeah. She sound like she sound like a deadbeat parent. Like, damn, can you just can you just can you show up to like a game or something, please? Uh, yeah, a performance. She, yeah, I, she. Well, when we said when I mentioned it to her, she was like, um, "DCPS only pays two of your arts um, teachers, yeah. and that's out of the whole like out of all the departments, they only pay for two. Mm-hmm. So that's probably like two theater teachers. Like we don't know who, but like, right. So she's like, I'm and I'm." I'm what she said, she was like, I'm in the background doing, behind the scenes, making sure all your teachers get paid and that we make sure the arts are still going, it's still running. And I was like, okay, I get it, but like you could still come out to come see us. You can, <laughs> you can you still can. come see us. And she can. She definitely can. And I, mm-hmm. But like this proposes another question. How much do, how much does admin really care like this has been a question I've been asking, like under like when we were underclassmen and I first started Ars Blog. This is question questions that I was asking, and you know I haven't really been getting a real answer, obviously, because you know we were we're in the tenth grade. No, we didn't want really nothing to happen. But mm-hmm. um, now I'm asking a senior. You're like right here. You really don't got nothing to lose at this point. You yeah. You you at the finish line. You just <laughs> you just got cross. You just got across the jump now. So like, um, do you feel like Ammon really? cares about us here um i feel like we have some good apples and we have more bad apples mm-hmm. but as it, mm, this is a tricky one 
it's just all about who you feel comfortable with. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And it's like me personally, I don't feel comfortable with none of them. I'm just putting it straight out. Like flat. if anything were to happen to me, I don't know who I would go to. Like, cause I just don't right. feel like the right actions will be, you know, taking place. Like we've seen it time and time again, like it's the same people. However, we do have new administrators. Um, I think his name is Mr. Walkins, Mr. Walkins, something like that. He's cool. Like he's really sweet. He's, I like him. He's cool. Um, but it's like you're coming in in my last year and it's kind of like, it defeats the purpose to even try to, you know, like we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like more teachers care, like teachers care more than administrators care because like, right. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I feel like the yeah. teachers care. We have some really good teachers at that school. Yeah. Like uh Mrs. Stewart. Yeah. I feel way I feel way more safe going to Mrs. Stewart than any administrator, which is which is crazy to be honest, because it's like he's a he's a teacher. Right. We have really good, like we have really nice teachers, like Miss P, yeah. Mr. Stewart, Miss Shaw. Like we have mm-hmm. really good teachers. Yeah. And like I don't even know who my guidance counselor is. Like <laughs> Mr. Mathis. I think it's Mr. Mathis. Is it? I don't I even like like I don't even know. Like I don't even I never met that man in my life. I never <laughs> seen him before. Mr. Mathis is good. Miss Reeves is good too. They're both like, really good. Like I don't even like I don't know who these people are. And I feel like and I also feel like that's problematic too. That mm-hmm. I don't I don't know who these I don't know who y'all are mm-hmm. at all. Like I went from a middle school of 60 something, 70 kids, and where I knew all the administration. Like I like I really, like I really knew them for real. Now I'm going to this school and I'm and I get it. Like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna know y'all as close as I knew a school full of like 70 kids. But it's still like I've never seen y'all before. Mm. Like roaming the halls. Hey, I'm so-and-so. Hey, I'm so-and-so. Like like that, I feel like that's crazy to me. Like you, you want us to trust in people that we barely even see, that we don't even see. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a turtle. Like they're like turtles. Like they come around when they need to. I'm like, y'all should always be around. Like interact with us. Like have fun. Yeah. Like, I think that's why a lot of people like Mr. Stewart because, like, even though he has classes and stuff, like he still be outside, like chilling. Like he's cool. Right. So I really wish, like, that's one thing they should be doing, like a little bit better. Like just. Mm-hmm enjoying their like have fun like you're at school like we'd be wanting to have fun with y'all like exactly it's not it's not a crime to like engage with the students speak to them Mm -hmm. like be respectful too like sometimes they just be approaching us on just disrespect talking about dress codes and like good morning to you too like hello oh did you did like well you probably did hear about it because you're the student body president so you probably did hear about it but like the all the disrespect thing to like admin and security like did you have that meeting yeah we did we, i think yeah that was talk that we talked about that to miss logan and that miss logan meeting but yeah security too they rude i'm like y'all just be security super rude like sitting around doing nothing and you, right. and y'all t- yeah yeah like in the morning i'm trying to go i'm trying i'm just trying to go through security Go to my mm-hmm. classes. We got that lady in the front desk asking all them COVID questions. She don't want to be there. We can look. We can look at security. Y'all don't want to be there either. I don't yeah. want to be here. 
I don't got time for y'all to be stopping me over a water bottle, over deod- deodorant, deodorant, cologne. Niggas can't smell <laughs> good now. Oils, hey. little essential oils. Like, <laughs> come on, man, y'all. We got to, we got to do better as a school. Right. Um, I just feel like at this point, everybody should just be a little bit more empathetic because, like, this school in particularly, like. We don't realize it now, but like later down, like down the road, like we're all gonna need therapy because like it's a lot no, of stuff facts. that we should like going past or like it's nothing. I'm just like this is not right, and this no, is really facts. gonna affect a lot of us after high school, after college. Like we're not gonna see it until, like when it gets like a little bit too mm-hmm. rough. And I'm just like we all gonna need therapy, like all mm-hmm. of us, the whole school. <laughs> And I'm actually glad that you brought up therapy because this actually leads me to my next thing. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking for better therapy, we are sponsored by Psychna. Uh, <laughs> but after the events that took place in 2020 and in 2021, I think 99.9% of all Americans need some type of therapy. Uh I do um and what really clicked for me was what was that the last last Friday whole astral world thing happened yeah and I remember going through on on Twitter just going through the timeline no everyday just everyday stuff and I stop and I see eight people died at astral world right I looked at it and I was like Hmm. And I just kept scrolling like I just kept scrolling like nothing happened. And and then it didn't and it took it took like a day for things to really click. And I was like, oh, eight people died at a music festival where they were supposed right. to have fun and enjoy themselves. But they but that ended up being their last breath. Like they're all and all young people too. I just mm-hmm. and I think that like we are now desensitized to a lot of things, especially like, especially like death. Like we look at death and it's kind of like, God damn, another one. Shit. Um, especially like due to COVID and like keep saying, Oh, this many people died of COVID today. This many people died, died of COVID. Tens of thousands of people died of COVID today alone. Like just seeing that all of 2020 and now just seeing this, it's kind of like, as teenagers, we got it rough, bro. Yeah. No, I think, like, this whole generation of teenagers, like, we've seen so much to the point that we just, we just don't even care. Yeah, like, like... It's just, and it's scary to think about that because we do care. We care. But, like, it's just, like, we're tired of keep on voicing the same thing over and mm-hmm. over and over again. And it's just, like, what now? Like, what do we do now? Because, like, I feel like marching doesn't help because like the riots and stuff like it helps because like now you see us you visually see us but like right. behind doors like nothing has changed like man Martin Luther King like man, nothing Martin Luther King and them been marching since well I can't say since because they did now but <laughs> the civil rights movement happened in the 60s and nigga we still marching today ain't mm-hmm. nothing happened between the 60s and 2021 mm-hmm. what there has to be something else then rioting we know that don't work because all they do is call us thugs and n-words 
Yeah. Um, hard then, yard. Yeah, hard, hard yards. And so, like, what what do we do? We we make songs, but nobody cares. We're an experiment group. Like, we're going to try everything until we get Ooh. it right. We are the experiment group. Like, we don't care. Like, I genuinely think Gen Z just doesn't care. Like, they're willing to go to extreme lengths to get their point across. And that's fine. Like, yes, right. do that. Yes. Mm, the experiment group. I think I'm going, I think that's going to be the title of this episode. The experiment mm-hmm. group. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, for sure. Because we just be... We, we be, be wilding. We be wilding. We just be, do- we just be doing shit. And it's like... And we don't care. And we don't care. And that's really unsafe now that I'm saying this out loud. That's really unsafe. And it's really crazy. But at the same time, if not us, then who? Right. Who's going who's gonna to do it? Like, right. who's, who's going to be the one that's going to just be like, man, I'll jump if you jump. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah. That little oh, if you all if all your friends go and jump off a bridge, are you going to jump too? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just might. Just might. <laughs> I, I just might. I just might. Cause like I mean, we don't think about the consequences until after the fact. Like in the moment, like we're going to do it. Yeah. Right. Cause, but also like, there's no point of like dwelling on like oh well, what ifs? Mm-hmm. Like oh, if this happens, then what? Like so what like if it happens okay i'll i'll figure it out when it happens but like so what like like we definitely live for the now and i understand when older people be like oh well all y'all care about is now 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 but what about the future i understand that but y'all been so worried about the why do i have markers in my hand i have no idea don't (laughs) don't don't ask but y'all have been so worried about like the future for so many years that y'all missed the whole present like y'all been like like y'all been working this same job over and over 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 again waiting for that future raise waiting for that future whatever where y'all could just said fuck this job and just started something that could have been way more successful in those five ten years that you've been working trying to work for that raise than you starting that business and ended up making what that raise was times three times five or whatever right it's a disconnect bro it is it's a huge disconnect actually but Mm -hmm. i feel like it'll be better once we're all adults and we're in the working class not even having to like do like your everyday job like you know right there's just so much room for opportunities and I feel like we're going to be the ones that's just going to make an example out of all the older people. Like, we didn't have to go to college to do this. We didn't have, like, so many people are so successful and they don't even have a degree. I mean, it's nice to get one. Like, I'm definitely going to get mine. Right. But, you know, th- there is no, I feel like Gen Z is going to prove the fact that there's no right or wrong way to do anything. Just do it. Like, literally, Nike. D- literally, just Nike. Literally. Damn. Just do it literally nike <laughs> now i'm thinking i might make that the title literally <laughs> nike just do it damn i don't know i gotta figure it out but yeah nah nah that's dope off the dome with it you on fire not gonna mm-hmm. lie you on fire off the dome but yeah nah like it's and and especially like like with like the whole pandemic and stuff and especially like with tiktok blowing up like if yeah. that's not the biggest just do it, then I don't know. We 
I don't know what is. TikTok as a joke. Like, we was like, look, look at them trying to bring back musically. Like, me clown TikTok. Nigga, clown TikTok. Without getting on TikTok. Now, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to make it through the pandemic without, without TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. I, like, the, the way my TikTok thing started, it started off as, like, five minutes a day. Okay, I'm just getting on, like, quick five minutes. Oh, cool. That was funny. Whatever. Then it went from that five hours went to, I mean, that five minutes went to 10 minutes. 10 went to 30. 30 went to an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm on TikTok all day now. It's like, a, it's like an addiction. Like I can delete, yeah. I can delete every social media app, but I have to keep TikTok. It's yeah. it's, it's bad. TikTok is that girl now. Like she's her. She's she her. she is her. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, man? This is an amazing transition. Dang, I'm on, I'm in my bag today. Uh, how do you feel like? <laughs> how do you feel about the whole black uh, creator protest thing with TikTok and? them not giving us any credit for dances. I, I support wholeheartedly. Like, I remember there was, I forgot what song came out, but it was a Megan Thee Stallion song that came out and no Black creator made a dance to it. Yes. And, oh, it was, it was that song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No Black creator made a dance to it. And it was so funny and like, cringy at the same time watching like all these white creators trying to do something and it just didn't click and i was like <laughs> yeah yeah and then it also falls back on like the artist itself like megan mm-hmm. that song did not get as big as it should have because nobody made a dance to like an official dance to it right. so i was just like good good for the creators but like also tiktok plays a huge part a pivotal part in like streams and mm-hmm. billboard and it's crazy because like <clears throat> look at like uh say so like that song went number one thanks to tiktok exactly um, like tiktok is really her like she's really that girl mm-hmm. um but like i support it wholeheartedly like if you're not going to get your credit don't even bother doing it because it's this is not the first time it's happened and it's happened even on instagram like people are not getting their credit for dances that they're creating and yeah, so I to be honest, I don't even think there's a challenge going on right now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I haven't seen anything like any dance challenges. But yeah, if you're not gonna get your credit, don't even bother. If you're not gonna get your coins for your credit, if you're not gonna even. get your coins for your credit, don't even bother. You know what that? Uh, you know that Megan Thee Stallion thing like showed me. It showed me how America would have looked without black people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It showed me how unseasoned, how <laughs> white unseasoned. America would have looked without black people. And black to women. be honest, but without black women specifically. Yeah. And to be honest, we thank y'all, black women and white people. Y'all are welcome. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are welcome. Y'all can't um, hate. Yeah, y'all can't hate. Y'all are, y'all are welcome. Y'all are- the club we in here yeah how y'all hate from outside of the club when y'all can't even get in you get free drinks vip passes and some more y'all just sitting outside hookah lit oh hookah hookah lit we in bliss with the lit hookah yeah (laughs) you you know you know the vibes um you're ghetto (laughs) (laughs) 
Not the bliss <laughs> and the hookah. We we in bliss with the lit hookah. You know the vibes. Come on, hit, on hit me. <laughs> Blonde O's hit me. <laughs> um, oh, I already know you have a question, and because uh, you texted me, you was like, "Oh, I got a question for you." And so, oh, no, no, you... no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, because I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get this question off, and I'm gonna leave it in. I'm gonna leave it in here too, because I, because I, because I'm the one that, I'm the one that initiated it. So go ahead, I'm gonna let you get it off. You know what you being my stepson or whatever. What's going on? What's going? On, what's going on with me? With with me and what? Again, you can say names if you want to. You know who I'm talking about? No, nah, I don't. Miss Joy Taylor. All right, Miss Yanni, we love to have you on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Um, this has been the end of the. <laughs> he just <laughs> he just looking like that. Um. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it's like, okay. okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. That was my question. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, what did you What did you expect? Oh, we've I mean, been secretly on the low. We've been hiding it from you guys for all long. Now, um, you know, I got it right here. As a matter of fact, you got it right. Stop. Okay. Now, now we. Okay. Yeah, we're blurring that out. We're blurring that out. Yeah, we're blurring that out. We're blurring that out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're. You're done. You're you're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> um, come on, man. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this dead or alive, so you can get up out of here. Um, thank you so much, Johnny, for coming on the podcast. But before you leave, we do have to get you dead or alive. Now, for everybody whose first time it is watching the Arts Block podcast, um, hello, I'm your host, Eric Curry the Third. Um, if this is your first time watching the Arts Block podcast, hello. If this is your last time watching the Arts Block podcast, well, goodbye. But Dead or Alive is a segment on the podcast where the artist gets to choose an uh, artist that they would like to work with that is dead or alive. You can choose one artist. You can choose 100 artists. Please don't choose 100 artists because I still have to edit this podcast. Um, but yeah, Dead or Alive, is, it's on you. Dead or Alive. Hmm. Does it have to be like, well, okay, I'm going to say Nina Simone. Okay. Um, I talk about her a lot now. I'm thinking about it, but I just love her. Like, and it's not even just her voice, but like her writing goes crazy. Like, if I just if I had her music printed out, this would I'll be like, yeah, she's really her. She's that girl. Mm-hmm. Like her writing is top tier to me. Um, and I feel like everybody's gonna say Michael Jackson because it's like it's Michael Jackson. It's, it's Mike. It's Mike. It's Mike. That's my man's Mike. It's Mike. <laughs> Um, and lastly, um, I'm going to say somebody that's current. I'm going to say, uh, Beyonce. And I feel like that's another, it's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Beyonce. Right. And producer wise, I'm going to say Doja. I love Doja Cat. But before, Mm. like, she got big, like, she used to produce down. Right. So, yeah, those are my, my dead or alive. Those are dead or alive. Um, so this is usually where. I in the podcast, but uh, another question hit me. Um, what do y'all do in museum studies? I have to, oh, I have to yes. know. I have to know what do y'all, what do y'all do? We do a lot. Okay, um, museum studies literally is everything. Like, I was sitting down and I was thinking about the people that graduated, and like people are in fashion, people are doing like engineering, architecture. Like, we do a lot behind the scenes. 
And I remember not too long ago, someone asked me, uh, like, who's the best museum studier? Or like, it's kind of like the same question as who's the best actor in y'all ensemble? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the same thing. And I was just sitting there. I was like, I can't even really say because like, Naila is good at like installations and installing like shows. Brandon is good at everything. We call him the MS God. (laughs) Ryan is good at film and like editing videos. I'm good at editing pictures. Like we do so much. it's like we do a lot, like a lot of editing, a lot of writing, math. Like it's just um like a big science and art together, if that makes sense. Okay. But all that art that you see around the school, like that's us. Like right now we're working on, we have like a series of artists that's we're about to make the theater hallway like it. She's really about to be that girl down there. Um Please, some- because our hallway looking it's looking dry. We're about to install a piece next week. You can't miss it. So, Bad. like, we're trying to get like the school for it to be an art school. Like, I don't know if you've seen what old Duke looked like before they redid the building, but like, it used to be art everywhere, and now the school is just white, and I mean that in both ways. Like, it's getting yeah. whiter, and the building is white. So now no. we're just working on like going around the school and just putting art up before we graduate, and mm. even after we graduate, because there's so much art in the storage room, um, that just needs to be put up, and you know, why not put it around the school before you go? Right. So to answer your question, like anything film, anything photography, anything production wise, like TDP, mm-hmm. I feel like TDP and museum studies kind of like go hand in hand and we've worked together on shows before, mm-hmm. um, but we do a lot. Like we do a lot. Like, I remember one year, one year, I think it was my freshman year. They didn't even have a yearbook ready. And guess who they came to at the last minute? It was like May and they was like, we need y'all to do a yearbook. Guess what? We did that yearbook. You can't honestly. I don't think the school will be able to function without TDP and museum studies. Look at the gallery, VA two. Right. Y'all sleep on the smaller departments. So I'm just like the smaller departments. To be honest, are who bring in the most money. To be honest, because like right. we go on trips every year. Um, vocal. And y'all be going on. Y'all be going on big trips too. Like yeah. y'all be going on like real trips. Like I'll be mad as shit at the theater department just for taking us to New York. And I'll be like, yeah. Museum Studies is about to go to LA our freshman year. Like, why are we just staying? Why, bro? My freshman year, we went to Canada. And then the see, year before that, they went to Greece or something. I'm just like, yeah, see, look. Down on us, but like, we really, if we thinking about it, we really hurt. Like, we're really that girl. And it's also, I was sitting down and me and Jamie, we were like, look at us. Like, we're in the two smallest departments at this school and we're, vice president and president who right. really ate like yeah but right. like i'm so proud of like all the smaller departments because i feel like we're now we're finally getting like our respect because like i feel like it's more prominent in who's doing what and who is you know mm-hmm. i don't know i just feel like it's not that big of a clash anymore because like our freshman year it used to be like a td not tdp it used to be lmc versus museum, museum studies and it's just like it's not even that like it's not even mm-hmm. that and we just love everybody and yeah, stop talking down on us because we really, we really be eating the girls up. Because I remember oh, yeah. my freshman year, I was asking all my friends, I was like, so what are y'all doing museum studies? And they like kept beating around the question. I was like, nah, I just need to, I just need to know like, what do you like, what, what goes on? We do everything. We but do I'm everything. glad, I'm glad you gave me a real answer because that makes me, that makes me feel a lot. So what do museum studies do? Everything. <laughs> everything. Photography, film. Y'all, y'all run, y'all run the show. TDP run the show. 
we just get the show going a little bit. Y'all, y'all get the y'all get the show running a little bit. TD TDP TDP control the show. Y'all just kick the show a little bit just to get that joint. Just to get that joint on his feet. Y'all just kick the show a little bit. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Yanni, for coming on to the Arts Block Podcast, and thank everybody else for watching the Arts Block Podcast. This has been a great episode. Um, is there any like closing words or any words of advice that you would give any young artist that is watching this? Uh, podcast episode right now yes um don't let self-doubt get in the way of like major opportunities because at least like try to dip your toe in it just to get a hand in it and even if it don't work out okay but at least you can say that you did it and you tried Mm -hmm. that's it yep that's it i bet uh wise words wise words from wise young lady uh yes uh all the yanni stuff will be linked down in the description, uh, as well as my stuff. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Eric Curry the Third. You can follow the podcast at Arts Block Podcast. If you are listening on YouTube, make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, make sure you uh, turn on post notifications so you can be notified every time we post a podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give me a five star and a review. If you're listening anywhere else, shout out to you. Remember that artists never die. And I'll see y'all boys when I see y'all boys. Peace.